This is Lon Taylor, the Rambling Boy, broadcasting live from Martha Public Radio Studios in downtown Martha on this cloudy Friday in March. Dwight David Eisenhower was the first United States president to be born in Texas. But he did not know that he was born in Texas until he was a grown man. His family was from Abilene, Kansas. They lived in Denison, Texas for three years between 1889 and 1892, and Ike was born there. They moved back to Kansas when he was two years old, and he always assumed that he was born in Kansas. During World War II, when he was Supreme Allied Commander in Europe, he received a letter from a retired Denison school principal, Miss Jenny Jackson, asking if he was related to the Eisenhowers who had lived across the street from her in Denison in the early 1890s. Eisenhower forwarded the letter to his mother, who told him that he was indeed born in Denison, in a frame cottage that his parents were renting while his father was working as an engine wiper in the Missouri, Kansas, and Texas Railway Roundhouse nearby, which is why Denison has the first designated presidential birthplace in Texas. The modest six-room, story-and-a-half gabled house on the corner of Lamar and Day Streets that the Eisenhowers rented between April 1889 and March 1892, and in which Eisenhower was born on October 14, 1890, was built in 1877 as a rent house by William Henry Harrison Shuck, a Civil War veteran from Iowa who worked at the Lone Star Mill in Denison. It changed owners several times, once while the Eisenhowers were renting it, but it remained a rental property until 1915, when it was sold to a family named Mullen, who occupied it for the next three decades. When the Eisenhowers lived there, it was a standard southern I-type house with two rooms downstairs separated by a central hallway in which there was a staircase leading to two upstairs rooms, also separated by a central hallway with a one-story L on the back containing a dining room and kitchen and a porch across the front. Three handsome gables with single windows rose above the porch, providing light for the upstairs rooms. It was in a working-class neighborhood, and a railroad track ran just 60 feet away, over which 15 to 20 trains a day trundled by. The house had no running water or indoor plumbing. It was not exactly a log cabin, but it was the next thing to it. When Jenny Jackson learned from Eisenhower's mother that Denison was indeed the general's birthplace, she launched a campaign to purchase the house 
and create what the Dallas Morning News called a shrine to the general. The Denison Garden Club formed a committee to raise the funds, and in January 1946, the city of Denison purchased the property from E.H. Mullen with the intention of beautifying the grounds and furnishing the house to the period of the 1890s, but making no structural changes to the building. These plans were underway when Eisenhower visited the house on April 20th, 1946, accompanied by Speaker of the House Sam Rayburn and seven other congressmen. According to the Dallas Morning News, Miss Jenny Jackson was in the hallway to greet the general with outstretched arms. So this is Miss Jenny, the general said. It's certainly nice to see you. It's nice to see you too, Dwight, Miss Jackson answered, and the general gave her a big hug. Eisenhower and the other guests then sat down to a breakfast of ham, eggs, biscuits, toast, flapjacks and relish, strawberries and coffee, hosted by Miss Jackson in the dining room. After which, there was a parade through town and the general spoke to a crowd of 10,000 citizens. Eisenhower returned to Denison and the birthplace in June 1952 during his first campaign for president and again rode in a parade and made a speech. He returned once more in 1965 after his retirement when he dedicated the Eisenhower Auditorium at Denison High School. Dallas Morning News columnist Frank Talbert once quoted Eisenhower as saying that I could be called a Texan if a kitten born in an oven could be called a biscuit. But he always spoke proudly of his Texas heritage when he was in Denison. When it opened in 1946, the Eisenhower birthplace was staffed by volunteers and was only open to the public on Sunday afternoons. But in December 1952, a month after Eisenhower's election as president, he was the second Republican candidate in history to carry Texas. Fred Kahn, editor of the Denison Herald, established the Eisenhower Foundation to purchase additional land around the house and transform it into a national tourist attraction. A year later, Kahn announced that the foundation, now renamed the Eisenhower Birthplace Foundation, would launch a statewide fundraising effort under the leadership of Fort Worth lawyer Webb Maddox with Eisenhower's longtime friends and political supporters, Eamon Carter, publisher of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and legendary oil man Sid Richardson serving as honorary co-chairs. With Carter's and Richardson's backing, the new foundation quickly raised the funds needed to acquire 16 parcels of land around the house and moved or demolished the structures on them, 
landscaping the newly acquired land as a park, giving the urban dwelling a near-rural setting. The foundation also brought in Fort Worth architect Joseph Pellich to examine the birthplace, which Webb Meadows described as about to fall down. Pellich determined that several changes had been made to the structure after the Eisenhowers had moved away, and the foundation authorized the removal of a narrow addition along the side of the L, a reorientation of the staircase, the replacement of the window sashes, changes to the front balustrade and porch, and changes to the south and east elevations of the rear L. The work was carried out in 1956 by a local contractor, Mickey Guise, and a local architect, Donald Mays. In 1957, Governor Price Daniel recommended that the Texas Parks Board, now the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, acquire the entire site. And at their August 1957 meeting, the Parks Board voted to do that. The next month, Eisenhower ordered federal troops to Little Rock, Arkansas to enforce desegregation at Central High School. And the Parks Board was deluged with letters from members of the public who objected to the state of Texas acquiring the president's birthplace. The acquisition was delayed until the fall of 1958, when the Eisenhower birthplace officially became a Texas state park. In 2008, the administration of the property, along with a number of other historic sites, overseen by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department was transferred to another state agency, the Texas Historical Commission. Today, the Eisenhower Birthplace is officially the Eisenhower Birthplace Texas Historic Site, open six days a week with a staff of four full-time and two half-time employees and receiving 14,000 visitors per year. If you are headed to Denison, you can become one of those visitors. You've been listening to Lon Taylor, the Rambling Boy. I'll be back at 11 a.m. next Friday with a story about Navajo code talkers. In the meantime, remember that you can read The Rambling Boy and the Big Ben Sentinel every Thursday. This program was made possible by a generous grant from the Summerlee Foundation's program in Texas history. <laughs>